0: Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing, I am Tim Diesel and today I want to talk to you about preparing for 2021, kind of getting some goals in place and really just looking for what's ahead. Um, You can always get more information on www.dieselcommercial.com and um, up there you can find all kinds of information sometimes that really help you out if you need to get in contact with anybody um, and let's kind of get into what I want to talk to you about and I've taken a couple months off I do apologize really it's um, um, I feel like I've let you down sometimes because some a lot of times I'll hear what's out there and I'll, I'll hear people calling me and asking me questions I'm like oh Jesus so Let's, a couple things I want to cover. First thing is, I want you to prepare, you know, kind of let's figure out what our goals are. And then the other thing I kind of want to touch over is listening to what's out there. Um, And then I want to kind of tell you what I believe is going to be happening. So, but the first thing I want to say is, let's talk about everybody predicting crashes and whatever. So I'm going to tell you how it is right now. Um, anyone who has a prediction is lying to you because they don't know. They really don't know. If they really actually knew, if somebody had the insider's secret, they would be totally different about it. They wouldn't just be kind of doing whatever the case is and, and you know uh, guiding people down a path. And I have seen uh, what I've done, and I encourage you to do, is save a clip or a recording, YouTube, whatever, of what that person says, and then go back and follow up a couple months later. They're usually not on the money. A lot of times people don't track it that way. So, and I'm like that too. Everybody wants the newest information. They want to see what's out there. But what I have found, um, and I've been doing this for a long time, whenever someone is making a prediction, they don't know. And that's the truth. They, They really don't know. Somebody is getting it from an article somewhere. Someone's doing this, and and all these guys. I mean, Ray Dalio is not one hundred percent on the money. I mean, some and this guy's like a billionaire, so some of these guys. And it's not that they're trying to uh, wrong you or be a charlatan or anything. It's just they don't know. They're giving you an educated best guess, right? Um, everything. Fox, uh, CNBC, whatever you get your information. There's a lot of uh, YouTubers I don't want to name drop because I don't want to seem like I'm singling anyone out. But whenever anyone has, and a lot of you guys have seen this, maybe you've gone to uh, YouTube or a podcast and you'll see a nice catchy thumbnail and it'll say market crash, uh, uh, biggest housing bubble, whatever, and that'll get your attention. But Well, how come they've been talking about the same market crash for like a year or two? So what I was trying to um, get across to you here is don't worry about any of that. That doesn't even matter. Uh, We can only deal with what's happening right now. And we can get prepared for what's coming. We don't know. Uh, If it does, it does. If it doesn't, whatever. Uh, You deal with what the market gives you. And that should be the first and foremost. So um, I have a lot of investors. It's a lot of times they'll reach out to me and they'll, they'll want to sell right away because they feel the crash is coming next week. And I have to many times say, listen, it, it's going to be OK. Real estate n- doesn't crash like the stock market ever. So and I've mentioned this before, the stock market will drop 2000 points in one day. Yeah, real estate is not going to drop 300 grand in, in in a day. That kind of stuff doesn't really happen. Um obviously unless it's your um you know, your cash flow statements are wrong or a tax bill hits you or but overall the odds of that happening are just not likely, right? It goes down slowly, it takes a while. Even when the crash happened, it took a couple of years to hit the bottom and it takes a long time to go up. Um crashes happen. Uh, actually, it only takes a couple of years for it to hit the bottom because it goes down much faster. And then it takes a long time to get back to the top, right? Six or seven or eight years sometimes. It takes a real long time. I mean, now we've been at the top for quite a while. And what's happening is uh, it's the same thing. It's the money supply. Once people cannot get loans for these properties, that's when you're going to see bigger and bigger issues. And um, I've mentioned that I've had a few clients earlier this year. They're having a hard time refinancing. So what happens when you're having a tough time refinancing? You're going to have to sell eventually. And prices are coming down. They're not really coming down as much as I'd like to see, but they are coming down a little bit. I believe uh, eventually sellers are going to have to uh, start dropping a little bit to be competitive Um, And that's just the way it is, right? That's just the way the cycles go. And and that's just just economics. I mean, there's no other way around it. It's the whole supply and demand. If there are 50 uh, apartment buildings for sale, you've got more to choose from. Right now, there isn't. And I constantly have appraisers calling me asking me what's this, what's that, because there's nothing else out there. There's nothing else to compare it to. You're, you're, you're stretching it all the way. But if you notice, there's a lot of banks dropping their LTVs, really getting uh, – pre- I don't know if they're preparing for the apocalypse or something, but you can see they're getting a little concerned. You're going to see bank mergers. Um, this is uh, 15 years ago. We had a lot of bank mergers right around this time, and 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 I'm really surprised people aren't catching this thing. So – Again, it's just let's prepare. So, and I've made a couple, um, uh, a couple topics earlier this year. I've, I've covered uh, preparing. So, right around this time, uh, and, and I mean right around December, right usually uh, end of the year, beginning of the year, usually people write down their goals, what they want to do, how they're uh, what they've accomplished, and you should right, you should be preparing for whatever it is. It doesn't matter what scale of investor you are let's say you're starting out and you just want to own a 10-unit apartment building you just want to get your feet wet maybe even an eight unit you should be writing out how you want it to go and there's actual fact if you do write it down and follow it and verbalize it 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 does come true it does happen so but don't just sit there and wish for it to happen actually have a plan uh, a thought through process how are you going to do it and um that should be one of the first things, you know, write write down what you want, who's going to manage it. Um, I talk about this and you could see it um, even on my website, www.timdiesel.com. It should still be up there. You can download it. Uh, it's a PDF, it's free. Download how you want your plan, what you want to do, what partners you need, and really get in there. Spend an hour, two hours. Um, you're, if you're really trying to build an empire and you can't spend a couple hours strategizing, that's not good. You're kind of rolling the dice, which is kind of scary. So really get in there. Figure out what you want, what what exactly you want. If you're having a tough time with it, um, always you can send me an email. I'm not that hard to get a hold of. I'm sure if you do some some homework, you can find me. And uh, you need help figuring out what you want to look for, how you want to do it. And uh, I've noticed so... Always look at a value-add play, and I don't mean in the sense of value-add, everyone wants to raise rents. No, I mean value-add, like how long do you have to own this property to have it work for you? Is it six months? Is it 10 years? Five years? Whatever it is, everyone has a different strategy. Um, And then finally, I want to talk about what I see is coming um, in my opinion, right? This is just an opinion. I don't know. but I have seen in the last few months, I've seen a lot of owner financing opportunities. And the owner financing opportunities happens for two reasons. Um, and again, this is my opinion. The first reason is, let's say someone bought a property for 100 grand and 10 years later, it's like a million. Well, they don't want to get hit with a huge tax burden. You know, They, they don't want to deal w- with a big tax problem. So they're thinking, look, I've already made some money on this deal. Why don't I just take some cash and keep the cash flow of of the, the the note. Now, this does two things. Number one, it avoids appraisals. So, uh, if you're there's two sides of this coin. If you're owner financing and you're buying, you save yourself the appraisal fees. Um, that's a couple thousand dollars or more sometimes, right? You save yourself the lender fees. You're saving yourself a lot of money as the buyer. Now, if you're selling, you don't need an appraisal because you pretty much agreed upon a price. The appraisals for the bank. So why would a seller appraise their own property? That that wouldn't make much sense. So you're saving yourself fees that way and you're getting the deal done. So a lot of owner financing deals are much, much quicker. And you're gonna see a lot of these come up, I think. And I don't mean uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of them, but you're gonna see a lot of them come up, a lot of opportunities come up. So people that have owned their property for a while, now's the time. If you see value there, your owner financing offers are more likely to be looked at because when there was financing and banks were going up to 80% and you could, you know, 10% down, get you to 90, they were getting a little crazy. Well, why would you do owner financing um, if you can get the deal done? You can get better rates. Uh, those kind of things happen because remember, bank rates are going to be your best interest rates. I mean, there's no doubt about it, Right. Um, they're going to give you the better, the better terms, all kinds of things that way. Now, um, there's going to be opportunity there because um, you just have you have to be able to find it though. So if you're talking about retail, for example, a lot of these big box tenants, um, and and let's not even go that big because I, I definitely don't want to lose any of the listeners. Let's say you have a small strip center and you've got four stores in there and you're missing one or two maybe because they're a restaurant right restaurants are getting really having a tough time and i think they're gonna have even a tougher time when they start shutting things down possibly um and it's a good time to have those conversations with with uh, those owners if you have a plan to do it don't just buy property just to buy it and collect it you really need to have a plan how are you going to turn it around and if retail is not your thing, hey, uh, do whatever it is you like to do. If you like to do warehouse space, whatever. Um, but I really believe those opportunities are going to come around because if banks don't refinance these properties, because you got to remember, these are a lot of these um, loans are on three, five, seven, ten year terms. Well, um, a lot of these people, these investors, they've had these properties for um, five years now. Something's coming up and, and maybe they want to do something. Maybe they don't. Maybe they just want to hang on to it. Um, remember, rates are really low right now. So it's not like they're having a a problem with payments spiking up. But they might be having a problem with tenants. And and that's the, that's the, the void that needs to be filled, right? You see that weakness. You have to exploit it. And not in a bad way, but to your advantage. So if you're having a tough time, you're getting priced out of the market for a long time, you may have to be a little creative, but there are ways to make deals happen. So, uh and just to recap here before I um sign off, so you want to prepare for what you're going to be doing this coming year. And you got to remember this um what we started with forbearance, mortgage forbearance in the residential side will bleed into the commercial side in my opinion. And April, that's kind of when that's supposed to be done. Who knows, it might be done for a lot of people sooner. Um but it it's gonna be have a turnaround. It's funny, it happened right around April, right around tax time. So really see what's happening there and plan for how you're coming ahead. And um if you're listening to predictions, take that with a grain of salt, but try to create your own path. And then finally look for owner financing opportunities. I know we've gotten away from that because money was so easy, but Owner financing is a very, very good way to uh, make deals happen. So I hope that was helpful, and I wish everyone the best. And um, if you need any help at all, just let me know, and I hope you have a great week.